Oh, wow. Delayed reaction there, guys. Sorry about that. Hey, look, you know what? It's Wednesday. We're not doing the show on Thursday. I got Anna back there. Uh, you know what? We're going to rock it to you. We got family drama stuff. We got just life in general, parents. Who who should be charged You know when a car is stolen as a child in it? Okay, that's all coming up to you in just a minute. Hey, I'm having, I'm already on. I am having technical issues today, guys. Sorry, <laughs> I kind of forgot the way to do my stuff. It's but hey, me. I know, right? I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, hopefully we'll get this show off to a, a good start today. Um, we were off last week. Just life gets in the way. And I was gone for two weeks. You know, again, it's shit happens. But it don't matter. We're back at it. You know, we're going and seeing how things go. How you been, though, Anna? Pretty good. Doing better lately compared to two weeks ago. So really sad I missed that that show. Probably would have helped me. But other than that, life has been going great. Just living day by yeah, day, that, minute by minute. Yeah, that's right. We had um the dog guy. Um he, Athena Wagner dog, the biker dog. There you go. <laughs> Adventures. The biker dog adventures. Yeah. Let me tell you. That guy is what he's doing was great. I I love it. But we're gonna bring him on back on another show coming up. And we're gonna talk gun safety. Imagine what could have happened. What well, happened? Stay tuned for that one soon. Oh well, you'll have to wait to see because all right, I mean it's just... gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool because poor hat, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. You know that's all I gotta say on that one. I can't <laughs> believe it, but I'm gonna have you on and we're gonna talk about that. Sounds but, good because I need to know about gun safety. Oh, cool, good. You know he's gonna tell you what not to do. But <laughs> but hey, look, you guys that are listening. We try to be a weekly show. We're constantly on. But hey, share the show with your friends. Share it with your frenemies. Share it with your enemies. Share it with your enemies' enemies. Share it with your friends' enemies. Share it with whoever you want. Share it with the brother. Share it with the sister. Share it with the brother-in-law, sister-in-law. You know, mother-in-law, parents. Doesn't matter. Your cousins. Whether share you the like show. them or not. Correct. Keep in mind, hey, look. We're brought... We come to you, we're from, well, listen, come check out Clovercrest uh -huh. Media, all right? They help with the show. They help get my platform out there, all right? If you want to start a podcast, come check them out. We do, you know, we do everything from sports to politics. I mean, social issues. Today, we got family issues, you know? <laughs> So let's <laughs> jump into this. And I want to know something, right? Should parents be charged? <clears throat> Let me explain this one. 
You go to a gas station. You leave your child in the car. You get down, leave your child in the car. Go pick up, I don't know, a Gatorade, chips, a beer, cigarettes, alcohol, whatever you're going to get. You come out and your car is gone. Who's at fault? The person that stole it. No. The car would be stolen if it wasn't left running. So the person that drove the car that's in the store paying is at fault. The parent. Or the or the guardian. Or you know, what whatever. Or the child that's left in the car. Um but what gives the a guard- person a right to take your what doesn't belong to them? Okay, but what gives me the right to leave my your child in the car? Okay. How old is the child? It doesn't matter. Why? Let's say one. Let's say two. Let's say three. Let's say four. It could happen to someone that's a that has a five year old. Anna, I think you froze. Yeah. So Anna froze. Eventually, she'll be back. But my argument here is, and and I think this is where Anna was going when she was asking who's what. Is how is it that you go into a gas station, you go buy whatever you're gonna buy, your car gets stolen because you left it running with your child in the car? Who's the who's the irresponsible person here? The parent is. Because you shouldn't leave any kid unattended in a vehicle. Correct. Right. Especially nowadays. And no, I think ever. I think this is something that's gone on. Forever, but nowadays, what happens is that social media makes everything bigger than what it is. But again, should the parents be charged? Because if you leave your child in, you leave your child in the car, the car gets stolen, you come out. Oh my God, they took my child! Well, goddamn, it's your fucking fault. Yeah. You know, parents, you, you need to understand you can't leave your kids in the car. Okay. So far this year, there've been 125 kids that have been left in. In, in the car. car? Oh my God. And they're so stupid because some of them don't even leave the car on and they either die from heat or they get kidnapped, right? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I know of someone that left their kid in the car. And, and While the it was died. hot? Oh my and God. Okay, and the thing is, you we're talking about, I think, the time the child was maybe three, four months. Oh, that is so sad. He, you know, and in his case, in his case, it was, he he dropped off, he, you know, he didn't really ever take the baby to daycare. He didn't really do a, a lot of that because he, uh-huh. he had an older child. He took his child. He put both kids in the car, drove to to uh, one of the schools, dropped off the other kid, and the, the the older kid that was in elementary, and then left to work. He forgot he had the new one. O-M-G. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. And so it happens. That's sad. That's very sad, you know. But again, did they charge him? Um, they were trying to charge him. Uh-huh. I don't know what whatever came out of it because I stopped following the story. 
but I think he was charged or no, I you know what? I, I don't think he was charged. But I, I know that there was a heavy investigation to it. Uh-huh. You know. Was that the guy from Georgia? No. Okay, because there was a guy in Georgia that also left his kid in the car. But I think he was charged. I mean, this happened back in 2012. Mm. Well, as a matter of fact, um, he was being charged with manslaughter. Yeah, I think he should. Yeah. Well, no, he he was being charged. A Miami-Dade judge dismissed manslaughter charges against a father whose daughter died after he left her in a soldiering car for hours. In September 12th, I'm not going to say the guy's name. Okay. Told investigators it wasn't part of his usual routine to take the six month, actually, the, six, the child was six months, the six oh. month old daughter when he dropped off his son at elementary on his way to work. You see, the child stayed there all day between from three to five, from price eight, nine o'clock to five o'clock in the afternoon. He oh returned my. to school to pick up. Mind you, he still didn't realize the kid was in the car. At around 5 o'clock, he returned to school to pick up his son. When the boy got into the back seat, that's when they both discovered the infant unresponsive in his car seat. Even when he went back into his car, he didn't even realize that. The infant was taken to Mammy Children's Hospital where she was pronounced dead. In her ruling, and this is, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go through the whole thing. I mean, here's a story I just, I ran into, and it was pretty interesting. You know, in her ruling, Miami Day judge wrote, while Ramos was negligent, his conduct was not reckless, gross, or flagrant enough to warrant a criminal charge. Her ruling, which will be appealed by prosecutors, set up legal showdown, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And the fighting master charge was claimed that Wait, because he was but he took the one kid to elementary. The other kid, wasn't that other kid in a car seat? Probably not because he was five years old. And if, you, if you're at a certain weight and height, you don't have to be, you don't have to do the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 So the other kid, I mean, it doesn't say the other child's age. It says that he was in elementary school. So who knows? Maybe the kid was. Could have been Could have been in fifth grade. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, not 12, but 11. So on a finding master charge, prosecutors claimed that Ramos oops, was reckless because he was distracted by work phone calls on his way to work, to office. Darnard disagreed, saying that while his conduct was negative, it was not ingredients enough to, to amount to a culpable negligence according to the paperwork. Okay, so he wasn't charged. And I think it's a lot of the discretion of the judge. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, that's, you know, that's something different because that you see, you're like, oh my God. You know, but if, How can you not know? That's, it's not, I mean, it's not part of his routine. Yeah, but I mean, it's again, not. 
I don't know. I don't know. I have a paint gun that's in the back of my car, and every time I get off my car, I'm like, I got to take that down when I get home. And that's on the floor. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, I I think that we're leaving the kids in the car. Parents should be charged, especially when your car is stolen. I mean, we had an incident out here about about two weeks ago where the car was stolen with the child inside. And the child was put, I think, like on the sidewalk because the person that stole the car realized, uh oh, I don't want to get tried for kidnapping. But it's better to put the child's safety at risk. I think the child's more of a risk if he stays in the car. If they just leave him on the side of the road. If they leave him on the sidewalk, yeah, it's dangerous. But I guarantee you, what if a dog comes? Yeah, but what if a dog comes? What if a raccoon bites him? What if a snake? What if... Okay, so who's, again, who's negligent at that point? Both of them at that point. I think the parents should get majority of the negligence charge. One gets the, neg the negligence, well, they're both going to have to. No, I think they should... No, both equally because one put him in harm to get kidnapped. The parent neglected, abandoned, basically abandoned the baby in the car. But the other person, the person that stole the car, put him in a higher risk. What if it would have started raining? What if? I don't know. Anything, you know what I mean? But that's at a higher risk. What if the baby would have died of heat stroke because it was so hot outside? You know what I mean? Those car yeah. seats get hot either way. Well, I mean, look, it gets hot in a car, period. I, I but even outside, you know, yeah. I mean, look, whatever temperature it is outside, put that it's gonna be about 20 degrees more inside the car, right? Right, but I think, I think they should both equally get charged the same. Because they abandoned that child. They put that child more at risk. But I do Whereas, think the regardless. Well, yeah, they should both get charged equally. Now, if they would have caught them and they had the baby, then the parents should have got charged more because at least the thief was taking care of the baby. So in other words, don't charge don't charge me for uh Stealing the car for the kidnapping. Right. Don't charge me for kidnapping because I was because I was babysitting the child. I was taking care of the child. Exactly. Instead of leaving oh, okay. the kid on so the side he, of the road. So he got he, he was getting paid for babysitting. There we go. That's why. There he you only go. stole the car. Ride. He never kidnapped the child. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> that doesn't work. But I mean, look, it is what it is. People people are who they are. I think parents should should be charged in that kind of case. So or or wait 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 or you should be cautious of the car that you steal. No, no, the parent <laughs> the parent cannot leave the kid in the goddamn car. Well, I understand car. that, but the thief shouldn't steal the car with a kid in it. But you should not leave your child in the car. You're irresponsible. You shouldn't be a parent then. That's not right. That, that is, it, it is right. 
toilet. Toilet? What do you mean toilet? The toilet flush. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think uh, we're just going to... Yes. Is that better? All right. So we're done with Thank you. With that topic there. All right. Because that just is just one of those. Went, where... went this way, sideways. <laughs> yeah, it did, it did. It did. So family feuds. Uh, I want to speak family feuds because I think in a lot of families it happens. Every family. I think every family has a few feud. I think just some of them have more than others. Yeah, some are are harder than others, right? Yeah. So, who's the one that is really affected in this one? Who's the one? You know, when you when you have a family feud, who's really affected? Is it the two people arguing? Or the person here that's in the middle? The person stuck in the middle. I would think so. I would the think person so. stuck in the middle. I think that's when the two people that are feuding need to decide if this one is worth the energy, the one they're fighting with. Like one of one of the two have to decide are they worth my energy? In my time, which one needs to decide? Whoever's the, the two bigger people person. are fighting. One of them. I know somebody that had a family feud where the wife made the husband choose her or the fa or his family, his biological family, parents, sisters, brothers. Things like that. So the family decided not to give her that importance and didn't make him choose on their side. But, but, just, the, other, but the other one did. The other one did. But it took a while, but the husband kind of realized that she was the problem starter. She was the one that was bringing up drama. She was the one that was bad talking his family. She was the one that was putting the wedge between everything. Right. And so the brothers and sisters and the mom and dad just kind of was like, whatever, whatever, you know, never talked bad about her to him and never said anything negative about her. And she ended up looking like an ass herself. Well, it's weird because the way, you know, that's one of those things where the person in the middle, again, is the, most is the one that gets, exactly. They're they, the most affected, and, but it's up to you. Well, let me, okay, now, now, hold on, hold on. What kind of drama are we talking about? We're talking about an argument? Are we talking about just talking shit? Well, talking... But once you start talking or, shit. Or are we talking about complete insults? Are we well, talking about, because you see. I think it gravitates. 
because this person's situation started off with little words here and there, then it came with attitude, then it came to, I'm keeping the kids away from you, mm. and then it got to physical violence. So I think it builds, you know what I mean? So it can start small, but it can grow into something bigger, depending on the person. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the thing. Now, I'm, th I'm throwing this. Here's a person in the middle. I'm only putting a fight between these two, right? Correct? Just these two. Mm -hmm. So what happens when this person ends up in a fight? Well, let's do it this way. What happens when this person ends up in a fight with this person and this person now? And this guy, this person is still here. The married party. What happens that now, you know, where it's this one arguing with this one or fighting or talking shit with this one and this one? Which and one is now? Who Who's the problem here? This one. So this one and this one should get together and kick this one's ass. <laughs> okay, but again, what is that? No, 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 I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Where, where does that come into work with the, then the, the people? This person, the spouse in the middle, needs to realize and open their eyes and see what the problem is and either, one, stand up for these two, which I'm assuming are family members, mm -hmm. or this one that is a spouse. But again, now that screws up the whole dynamic of life. Yeah, but you can't force somebody to see what you see. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you and I can see, okay, let's just say you and I are the brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And our brother, our brother's wife, so our sister-in-law, started shit with you, started shit with me. Mm -hmm. And we're the type of people that don't take that shit and we're going to say something back. Uh -huh. Now, Absolutely. at this point, our brother should know us and has to draw a line of this is your 15th marriage. Who's been there for you in between all of your marriages? Absolutely agree. Through thick or thin, me and you have been there for our brother. And wife number 15 can soon turn into ex-wife number 15 because now he's going on to wife number 16. Right. Right. That's so, what I think. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I, I just, I find it, it's a, it's a messed up situation in general just because you know, there, there is a person in the middle, you know, but I will now. How does it make you feel? Me? Yeah, if you were. I think depending on, on, on the fight, I mean, did I argue with my ex-wife? You know, this we're going to talk about me now. Did I argue about my ex-wife about my brother? Yeah, they didn't really get too much along, but she dealt with him. She dealt with him. There was a respect. 
she would tell me stuff. But whenever we did stuff as a family, he's still there. It was mutual. Everybody was okay. Right, because there was a mutual respect. Mm-hmm. So. Mutual respect. You know, she wouldn't sit there and cuss him out or whatever. You know, but it's one of those where it's like, okay, you guys don't like each other. You don't have to like everybody. But now. But you can get along. You can. But now I'll tell you this. So. You, I might, I might, I might allow an argument because people are gonna argue regardless. Mm-hmm. Okay. I won't allow disrespect on either side. Okay. Now, when you start arguing with my mother, and there's any disrespect involved, all ha- all bets are off the table. To me, you're out the door. Regardless, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. To me, it doesn't matter who the hell you are. You're, you're so straight up. What if the mother fights, says bad things about the daughter-in-law? To her? Yeah, what if it's what the roles are reversed? No, no that the, the mother-in-law tells you bad things about your wife. What do you do? If I have no kids with the person? No, it doesn't matter. That's your wife, the person you're living with, the one that you married, that did the wife did absolutely nothing and your mother can't stand her just because Well, then I think my mom's like out you. of gas. Then I think my mom's out of gas. It doesn't mean that I'm gonna turn my back on my mother because I'm not. Because mm-hmm. that's my mom. Mom wants to talk shit to me about her, that's fine. I don't care. My mom talks shit to her and they argue. Well, mom, you kind of started it. You know, mm-hmm. if she disrespect, if they're arguing, again, you could take that. But it, it's if just still it, bottom line, it, if the the one that disrespects the other person. Correct. That correct. starts the disrespect is wrong. Off the hands down. Hands okay. down. Because, you know. If it's the mom to her, hey, mom, you just kind of deserve what you just got. Right. You know. So then you're being fair. You're being equal. In a sense, right. But I, but, but, but this is, this is where the difference comes. I won't, you know, because the girlfriend or the wife says, oh, you can't talk to your mom no more. You can't do more family events. No. Sorry. Mm -mm. They're still going to happen. I don't care. No matter what, whether you come or not, but you will right. respect. At that, point, at that point is where you, you choose, you know, you have to choose to get past it. You know? See, and, now, and now, and now, this is where things kind of might become a double standard, right? If you go to that family event and the wife starts disrespecting, what do you do? Beat the that's, shit that's, out of her. No, I'm just kidding. Sometimes you have to be the bigger person and just yeah, turn around while I she's agree. walking. But yeah, I mean, those you know, those those are things that kind of you have to really look at. And but if they do it to your mother, then you step in no matter what. Right. If, that's yeah, when all of the it, kids should be like, "Hey, you need to leave." Oh, for sure. This needs to stop. You need to go take your fucking time out. Uh huh. I agree. 
Yeah. I agree. Backhander. Yeah. Uh, yes, Lydia. I, you know what? I agree. Just go, bah, bitch. <laughs> you know? But nah, you know what? You just got to do the, you got to do those weird things. You know, I, can I say? But now that we and kind of, Lydia, Lydia put it out there like that. So Lydia, I'm going to talk about this about you because I know, I know for a fact you beat the crap out of Marcus all the time. There's no doubt about it. That is straight up domestic violence, girl. I know you beat him up. <laughs> I know that. I've seen it. Uh, right. So does she? Does she really? No. Nah, I think shut up. No. Nah, she doesn't. Hold on, she doesn't beat up. You see, she she's laughing. smiling. <laughs> she's laughing. She's laughing. Uh oh. No, That's but, right. No. But no. When the, what is it? Happy she, wife, happy life. Yeah, she beats him up, but she doesn't hit him too hard. You know. Hey, but they shouldn't lay a hand on us anyways. We're women. If you lay a hand on me first, if you lay a hand on me first, I'm going to defend myself with anything that I have. Whether it's I'm a glad you said gun, it that way. Because if you lay your hands on me first, if you then you have every right ass, to hit me. I have every single right to smack you right back. I don't give a shit. I, I'm 100% with that. Because that's the way my daddy raised me. He says, if you have enough balls to hit a man first, then you better have enough balls to take it when he hits you back. Absolutely. But if a man so, hits me first, I will use anything, anything in my path. So my question is this. So what is really considered domestic? I'm a hothead. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's see, Lydia. I'm a hothead, but I've come to learn que más se gana con azúcar que con el sal. Oh, for sure. Yes. That's absolutely, absolutely. But sometimes you're just salty. Sometimes you just got to, no, but sometimes you just got to walk away. That's where I learned, had to learn the hard way to control myself. Because sometimes you can go and go and then you say things that get way out in left field. So when I get to the point where it's not, it's turning into an argument. I just walk away. Well, I think before I would argue until you saw what I was trying to tell you. Oh, I know that. You forgot we lived in the same house for a while. <laughs> exactly. Well, you see now if an if if we were to argue and I were to see that it's getting to a point where it's going to turn into a huge argument, I would just turn around, walk away. Give us whatever time and just yeah. when we're ready to talk, talk. I don't care if it takes a week, a month, or whatever. No, well, a I, day, think an hour. We, I think that's the way we did things, you know. Well, we used to argue and you used to call me a bitch and I would call you a fucking asshole. And I don't remember then, that part. Oh, I do. And then, like, five minutes later, you'd be like, come on, let's go get some cigarettes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's not considered domestic violence. That's just cousin fighting. But so going down to our wonderful topic, right? We just go into many different things and okay, you know, so domestic knows? violence would be mental, physical, and verbal abuse. Which was the worst one? I think well, physical can be it depends because Mental and verbal still kind of go together. Yeah. 
because they can if they take you to a point where they mentally destroy you or you allow somebody to mentally destroy you i mean you can start doing things as far as suicide to hurt you know i don't hurt yourself where they're still hurting you they're still killing you but keeping their hand clean whereas domestic violence they could beat you until you die you know what i mean not really uh so we have let's see we have people commenting on here so my sister's saying they're all bad he's hold on let me come here yeah that's my sister's comment i bet so they're all bad elizabeth says they're mental lydia here is coming out with domestic abusive can be be any of those but honestly mental abuse is the worst it can take people years to overcome someone destroying them yep here uh verbal abuse mental abuses you okay uh let's see it's hard to come back from mental abuse i it is you have to that's, yeah that's what i was thinking i was what i was saying that to me uh mental abuse okay i'll be there is, in a minute I think mental abuse is worse just for the simple fact that it stays with you. It's it's an occurring thing every day, every moment, you know, as to a physical abuse. Your partner's like, you know, the person's not going to get physical with you every single day. You don't know okay. that. I, You're right. But more than likely, probably not. It could happen once or twice a week. But you know what? All that heals. The pain, the pain in your hands go away. The pain in your body goes away. What doesn't go away is what's in your mind. It mentally hurts you, yeah. It destroys Correct. you. Correct. But, so, but what happens if he beats the shit out of you and you fall and you hit your head against something and you and you die? Well, it's going to happen. So, so is throwing a glass of water on somebody mental abuse? I mean, physical abuse? Physical abuse, no. Mm-mm. Why are you even comparing? They're both awful. So someone hitting you over and over mentally abuses as well. I understand that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really comparing. We're just kind of stating a couple of things here and there as to what's worse or what we think is worse. You know. So what? I guess. I guess we're complaining. Big Facebook <laughs> user. Go underneath where it says StreamYard and click it so we can see your name and we'll see you. But that's, you know, what I think. I think um, mental abuse is, is worse. But question, if I have a glass of water and I throw it at you, is that considered abuse? Are you throwing the glass or just the water? The water. No. If you throw the glass with the water... Because it's just Why water. Not? Sometimes that's like when they slap you when you're going crazy. Like, yeah. Like what you do to your kids. You're out of line. You need to calm down. You need to. Well, if I go reality. like this and the water that, spills. That's not, that's not domestic abuse. That means you need to calm the fuck down. You like go take a cold shower. And what happens if I'm doing it in front of the kids? Same thing? Well, not Same me, thing. but you know what I mean? It's not domestic abuse. If you throw the cup and hit them with it with the water in it, then yes, it's domestic. Hmm. So let's see what Lydia says. Any source of abuse on a partner is mentally exhausting. 
even if it's physical abuse, you don't always know what you're going to say to trigger the other person. Exactly. Then you're always walking on eggshells. Very, 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 very true. That one. I, yeah. I, yeah that I, was, the throwing the water to me is like doing this to you. Okay. Why? Because water isn't going to do anything to me. Water can't hurt me. Water is just going to startle me. You know what I mean? It's not It's not going to cut me. It's not going to make me bleed. It's just going to make me wet. This, to me, is the same thing. What is this telling you? Fuck you. It's not hurting you? Exactly. You're mentally it's abusing not... me with that. that. That You hurt my feelings. Well, I can't You know, my feelings, feelings get hurt. That that's kind of plays with my mind. No, look. Let's see. I agree it's just water, but the cup now, that's just going to escalate the situation. Yeah, of exactly. course. Exactly. Exactly. You know, but that's like grabbing a beer and going, but exactly. I would never do that. It just makes the other person pissed. Yeah, it does. Especially so, if you got makeup on and your hair all done. And... So, teenage years. Oh, How were... do I remember those? Oh, boy. Yeah, of course. I remember my teenage years. Now that uh, you're a parent, how are those teenage years treating you now? Um, Do you regret all the shit you put your parents through? Uh, just a little bit. Because I think I was a good kid for most of the time. I think in my 20s, I really experienced my, tw my teenage years. You got rebellious. You think you know 20s. it all? Well, of course I did. I was Fernando Cuesta's daughter. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah you were, but you know, just kind of teenage years. They think they know it all. Yeah, back attitude for everything. It's that. It's <sighs> hey, I I want to do this, but you said you're gonna do this. Well. Motherfucker, I can't do it now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think money grows on trees and you're you're an ATM with a with no balance. Yeah, but why why you know these kids start arguing with their parents? Let's see. Silly here. Oh, I wasn't the best, but honestly, I believe all teenagers go through a stage of being rebellious and it's part of life. It is. So, mm -hmm. yes. yep. it's a maturing thing. I, so what do you do as a parent? Do you, do you beat the shit out of them? Do you ignore them? I, um, ignoring them obviously is not the right thing to do. Uh, beating the shit out you of know, them. Well, that's, I be trying to beat the shit out of them. I mean, I think that, I think already once you've hit that teenager stage, there's no hitting. not really a need to to hit. Maybe you might have to push around if they kind of get a little life, you know. Just throw water on them. You always, you always got, you know, no, no, no. You always got to show them who's boss too, though, so they don't think they can walk all over you. But I think it's more about just trying to understand them and talking to them. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I'm not the easiest. I know that I I went through those. You're telling me those teenage years with my oldest. Los golpes no enseñas. Ground them. Take away their phone, their room, door, their gaming device, etc. Yeah. That doesn't work for all kids. Hope for the best. Raise them to be good human beings. Well, yeah, like Lydia, you know what? I can tell you that grounding them works up to a point. All right. Yeah, you take their phone away, you lock the gaming, you take everything away, but it doesn't always work. I mean, I exactly. You know, I mean, it's just one of those that kids are kids. They're gonna get into stuff. They're gonna. No. Christian was making bad grades and we made him take everything out of his room and sleep on the floor without a blanket or a pillow. So he would know what it was like to have nothing. That's interesting. And I never thought of that. Yep. When I, him and Mallory were little and they used to fight, we would make them, I would make them hug for 30 minutes. I, I used to do that with my camp, camp with my camp kids at the park. I used to make them hold hands and walk the park. Yeah, after and a they fight. Quit fighting, right? No, yeah. I mean, look, the teenage years are are rough. They're rebellious. We just have to kind of try to guide them the right way, exactly. and hope that and hope that what we put out there, they learn. You know, we just I don't know. We got to be examples for them, I guess. Sometimes we make the wrong choices without realizing that they're there and they they're humans, they're literally humans. They see everything we do. Exactly. You know. But I actually went out of sequence here because I was gonna do this one first, but home alone. Right? Uh, How many of us have left our kids at home alone? A lot. Yeah. Okay. It freaks the shit out of me all the time. Okay. What's the right age to, to leave them home? What is the I, right age? Isn't it legally 12? Be respectful to them if you want to expect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, 12. I can tell you that this in the state of Florida, there's not an age. I think in Texas, it was 12 years old. Okay. What age would you? What age did you ever leave your kids home alone? I don't think much. Twelve. Christian, when he was 12, 13 is when we started. Hey, we're going to the store. Do you want to go? But we have really good neighbors, and I have one, two, th- three police officers that live on my street. Okay. So it was safe. Now Ariana, she has to walk to the bus stop by herself and it scares the shit out of me just you know, because I, her friend her best is, friend how far is the bus stop four houses down oh that's not that far yeah but you don't know what could happen she's a girl you know florida does not have a legal age Yeah, Florida does not have a legal age because I actually I I looked that up not that long ago, but Florida doesn't really have a legal age as to when you can leave your, your children at home. The good thing is, is that 
when my mom was okay, at least she was here. She would watch Ariana go to the bus stop or Christian right. be outside when they came. Now that she can't walk and stuff like that, now, I mean, you tell the kid, text me when you get on the bus, and she doesn't text you. So I'm freaking out, and I have to do the find my phone to see where she's at. Dude, why don't you put an alert on her? She has an iPhone, right? Yeah, I do. I do. The, I have to find my phone thing. No, no, but do you put the alert on the where you get an alert when she leaves the location? You get an alert, like with my son, right? When he mm -hmm. leaves my house, I get an alert. When he gets home, I get an I get an alert. When he gets to school, I get an alert. When he leaves school, I I get an alert. Oh, you might have to teach me how to do that. Yeah, I'll do it after the show. It's, it's super cool. Okay, yeah, because that that would be that would be that would save me some headaches. Mm -hmm. I always know when he comes in and out of the neighborhood because mm -hmm. of that alert. You know, and yeah, I will save you because my son does the same thing. Hey, just let me know you got there. Shit's yeah, on, she's on, on. she's she's on the phone twenty four seven with her friends texting whatever. But you can't text me while you're on the bus. Hey, I got on the bus. That's all I want. I got on the bus. Okay. I'm on the bus. I mean, I, I mean the, but to answer that question, though, of the home alone, I think it really all depends on the maturity of the kids. Yeah. You know, I, I agree that you have to give them slack, you know, but I think you also have to give them, they have to prove it, too. Yes. Yeah. See, they're responsible. They're responsible if they're responsible enough. Like, prove their responsibility. Twelve is about the right age. I again, I think it depends on the child. You know, as to when I, I think for me, twelve. At least not not in my case. I I didn't want to do that. Like, he gets home like now, right? I try not to have him home alone just because I don't like it, you know? Mm hmm But if I have to, okay, fine. You know, if I, if I have to go to work and he has to be at the house, well, hey, it is what it is, you know? But right. Good thing is I have this person here that lives five minutes from the house, you know, and she's always in the area, and I could just be like, hey, do me a favor, go by a second. You know, so that, that also helps. What she says, she goes, I did it for both at 12, but in spurts. Right, you can't do it all the time. Exactly. You know, you can't do it all the time. You, that, that's something that, especially at that age. You know, exactly. Um, when they're older or they have an older sibling at the house also, it's a little different. You know where you can leave them, and you you might even be able to leave them overnight, depending on how old the other mm. sibling is. Yes, yes, like depending. I would never leave. No, I I wouldn't either. You know, but depending on the older sibling, at that age, you know, depending on how old they are. Yeah. You know, and again, I think I think it also depends on the maturity level. Yeah. If Christian were still at home, I would leave him and Ariana. 
Well, because you have a grown you have a grown ass man that's there. Yeah. You know, so you know he he could take care of things like that. You know, so you know it's just one of those where it's like, hmm, how how's this and how's that, right? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, think we're gonna wrap it up. You know, um, we had a pretty good show today. Yeah. You know, so can't really complain. Any uh, final thoughts? Like, what can I? Um, I think just final thoughts would be: if you're gonna steal a car, make sure there's not a baby in it. If you're gonna get into a fight, just throw water. Let them hit you first. And um, leave your kids home alone. And I always wanted to be left all home alone so I could throw a party. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they didn't leave me alone. That's why. You see, I think yeah. your parents are smart. Hey, look. And if you suffer from domestic violence, I think you should get help. Go get help. Don't stay in the relationship and go to therapy. And get the help that you need to overcome it because it is something that will last a long time if you don't get the help that you need. Correct. Correct. Hey, you know what? That being said, I can't even top that one off. All right. Come check out Speaking of Real, whether we're on our Wednesdays or Thursdays. It's going to be one of those two days. You know, we'll probably go back to Thursday next week, anyways. You know, so just. You might agree with what we're speaking. You might disagree with what we're speaking. But at the end of the day, Anna and I are speaking it real. Catch That's you right. Guys next week. <laughs>